Welcome to Catholic Radio for Katie Anna's presentation of Cajun Catholics. Here's your host, Todd Citron. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, thank you for allowing us the opportunity to gather here today with my best friend and with my greatest uncle, who have both taught me wisdom in following you. May we please share our mission today and continue to walk towards the cross and do good works in your name. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. You're listening to Cajun Catholics. I'm your host, Todd Citron. Woo! We got a power pack show here today. <laughs> I have two beautiful women in the booth. First, we'd like to introduce Miss Brittany Bear Franklin. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Honored to be here. Okay, Brittany is the founder and CEO of Sky High, and Holly says she's the co-founder, so I'll take her word on it. <laughs> yes, uh, she but, is. Uh, my co-host today will be my lovely niece, Miss Holly Citron. Hi. Thank well, you, Todd. Welcome. Thank you for having us. And today. her unofficial title is the co-founder and vice president of Sky High. Would you agree with that, Britt? I agree with that wholeheartedly. I have to fact check Holly sometimes. Okay. Okay. Just kidding about that. So, uh, Brittany, well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I grew up in Mouton Cove, Louisiana, which is a suburb of Abbeville. I went to Vermaine Catholic High School before attending University of Louisiana at Lafayette. And I grew up on a farm. We farmed rice and crawfish and now turning things into some sugar cane, which is pretty popular over here. I grew up in a faith-based home and learned responsibility and work ethic at a very young age through some of the adversities that my family did go through. So, you know, the show is Cajun Catholics, and we say we, we feature outstanding Catholics from all over Kidana. Abbeville certainly qualifies uh, as Cajun country. Tell me a little bit about where your faith comes from, whether it's your parents, grandparents. Just give me a little bit of that. Yeah, so like I mentioned, our family grew up with, you know, faith very prominent, right? Whether we sat down as a family to say grace before we ate a meal or we attended St. Mary Magdalene Catholic Church growing up, I think it came from all directions. And as I got older, my faith grew even stronger with the leadership of Stanley Lease, where we worked in college at Edie's hey, Biscuits. shout out to Stanley. Shout out to I've been to working Stan. on Stanley to be a guest on the show. Y'all will have to help me a little bit. We'll get him on here. Oh, yeah, Stan, you're next. Okay, so Britt, Tell me a little bit about Sky High. That's the kind of the feature today. Uh, we want to feature Sky High as something that you guys dreamed and, and made come true. And then we'll bring Holly in on that. But go ahead and tell me about it. So at 14 years old, my mom put me in the Cattle Festival pageant in Abbeville. So tomboy to, you know, a pageant queen. And that introduced me to volunteering in the community. I went to St. Jude at 14 years old as a volunteer with a small group out of Kaplan, Louisiana. And that changed my life. I was then introduced to a world that I didn't know existed, which was disease, and it was even worse. It was childhood cancer. It was children fighting for their every breath. And so I truly believe today that God planted the seed then to what would later transform to a sporting clay tournament in Lafayette, Louisiana in 2007 that was, you know, started by our group 
that worked together at Edie's. And then, you know, that was when God was whispering in my ear even further. When we raised $70,000 gross profit, we took $50,000 net, which was a huge, huge, huge accomplishment because of the amazing people in our Acadiana community. To St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, I met a little boy named Bryce Norwood, who ended up being connected to one of our co-founders, Jill Prudham. So small world, another God wink. Bryce was terminally ill, unfortunately, but we were able to fulfill his end-of-life weekend uh, in Uvalde, Texas, with the help of Mr. Donald Mosing and Franks. And so, you know, that was the moment that God said, hey, I've been talking to you since you're 14 years old, and now it's time to listen to the direction and why I put you on earth. And when Bryce passed away, which was on Valentine's Day, which in fact was his sixth birthday, mm. I finally listened to my sign. Wow, yeah. Ooh, I'm tearing up. I remember the days. In the booth, know. You know. <laughs> I remember the days. Uh, so Brittany, yeah, her you know, her mission and her dream was obviously already on its way. And when she came to some of us girls and friends at Edie's and said, Could y'all help me to put this event on? Of course, we were gonna jump in. I had always enjoyed volunteering and wanted to do something bigger after what I had been taught by my grandmother. And we never had any idea no. that we would we could come this far, you know. And like Brittany said, our community is, there's nothing like the Acadiana community. And the people that have backed us from day one are still there. Today. No matter if there's $30 barrels of oil or $130 barrels of oil, they have stayed tried and true. And, you know, we could, we could go on and on. But I remember, for me personally, we, of course, got to meet Bryce and really spend time with these families that were going through treatment. And as a mother myself at that age, I just kept thinking, I can't imagine the words, your child has cancer. How do you go on from there? And um, we'll tell you more about, you know. Where we are today. Yes, yes. Yeah, you know, this show is truly Holy Spirit-led. And, and in the last month, I've had several guests in a row that I did not know that they um, had lost children. And, you know, it, it's such a strong testimony to their faith, all incredibly faithful Catholics. But to lose a child, you know, it's, it's so horrible. And I think as kids, I know I remember distinctly my daughter Ashley came to me in grade school and she had a friend that had cancer and just bawling. And I felt so terrible and it touched me so much that to this day it's been 20 years I don't know 15 years I have prayed for that little girl every day and and thank God she's a cancer survivor but there's something about kids seeing kids sick as well you know and I guess you experience that a little bit yes I mean you know you're in high school and again if you're not exposed to something on that level or are exposed to that environment you just have no idea that exists in the world and so we walked into the Ronald McDonald house and we hosted a Mardi Gras parade cooked a gumbo and we were surrounded with 53 families that were battling for their life right so parents were fighting for their children siblings were fighting for their brother or sister and the patient themselves right and St. Jude is an unbelievable place and Louisiana is one of the number one states in our country that sees so many patients and and has so many diagnoses that end up you know caring and treating for these kids and so it was already here and the, and the national brand was alive, but Sky High for Kids got on the ground and we did it the way we knew how to do it, which was a, a backyard sporting clay tournament with the support of all of our customers at Edie's Biscuits and the oil and gas industry and so many others. And so, you know, to, to take what God, again, planted at 14, take it to the next level in college, and then now to be able to sit back and say that our organization, because of this community and because of our faith, We've donated $17 million to the childhood cancer community. Like, what? 
I mean, it's still, it's still surreal. Yeah. It still is surreal. And more than the dollars we've donated, the lives we've changed. You know, part of our mission statement is providing comfort. You know, of course, we're searching for the cure and we're funding that research, but providing comfort is a big part of what we do. And I think that's a big part of our core values because, you know, even if we never were able to raise another dollar, when we go there and put on this carnival and cook and dance and sing and make arts and crafts, these kids forget for just a day that they are sick. And how many parents have told us, my child hasn't smiled in six months. I can't wipe the smile off of their face. My child hasn't eaten in a month because of therapy and she just ate two bowls of jambalaya. Mm -hmm. You know, those things go along with more than the dollars that we raise. Yes, you're correct. And Holly is spot on. Sky High is very unique. And the reason why is because we truly believe in the see, touch and feel of the mission. We bring the mission to our donors, to our volunteers, and we allow the community to touch it, literally touch our mission. And I think that makes us very unique. I mean, you can write a check and donate or you can volunteer, but maybe you'll never meet a family or you'll never, you know, really see where your dollars are going. And Sky High really connects our donors and volunteers with the mission on a daily basis. And even through COVID, we have not allowed that to stop us. We are shipping out patient packs on a weekly basis. Shantae loves grabbing these gifts and we service the entire family. In fact, just serviced a family from Abbeville, Louisiana, Miss Elise, who just went to MD Anderson for a thyroid cancer and big surgery and we sent her sister the same pajamas she's at UL you know we treated the parents to a date night out and grocery gift cards and so even if we can't touch technically our families right now because of the pandemic nothing has stopped us from being able to reach them and help them through the journey and so you're right it's beyond the dollars I think what comes to mind is, and it's part of your uh, core values, is the passion. And, uh, you know, I wish you all were here to see their eyes and uh, and their beauty of the passion that they have for their project. And, And I think it's, of course, why it's been so successful. But I think the networking side and going back to Stanley and, you know, a really good Cajun Catholic in Lafayette in South Louisiana and a good friend and a great guy. And uh, he and my mother had a great relationship and mom spent a lot of time at Edie's. And for those of you older timers, we're not going to say old timers, but that remember the good times at Edie's, what a special place in Lafayette. And Stanley created that. And look what's blossomed out of that. You know, tell me a little bit about your best memories of Edie's. So, my gosh, oh my where do goodness, we begin? There's so many. James Taylor? Can James we tell them about James Taylor? What? Yes, we have to tell them about okay. James Taylor. Tell them that one story, and then I'm going to back up to high school. Okay, okay. So, James Taylor played in our restaurant. The James Taylor. The James Taylor wow. is Stanley's favorite musical artist in all of the world. And so, one of mine, too. If you, and don't get me wrong. We love James Taylor. <laughs> but However, when you listen to him on repeat every day when we you're had sweeping your section. <laughs> single day. So we have a CD player, okay? And we had a few different slogans, if you will. Mm-hmm. And one of them was hit two two hit two two he'd stop you wherever you're on your section that means go and hit cd two track two he never liked number one i don't know why we'd skip to number two (laughs) so we'll get back to that with stan however we heard james taylor on repeat day in day out for five years okay when you're sweeping your section at the end of the day and you hear whoa mexico (laughs) okay you you, believe me the last place you want to go is mexico you've had enough of it so fast forward we have this wonderful christmas party stan hosts at the biscuit shop and he actually gets a bb gun And it's for prizes, right? We're all broke college girls. And he's going to give us, uh, the winner gets a flat screen TV. And we didn't know what the game was. He pulls out a James Taylor cutout life size. 
and we all get to shoot at them, and whoever hits the target gets the TV. <laughs> so we do this, right? Someone wins a TV. I can't remember who. I don't remember who. Here's but. the best part. Not but two months later, we are working at Edie's Breakfast Shop on Bendell Road, 6 a.m. in the morning. In walks a man with long hair, brown Carthart jacket. You wouldn't know him from Adam. He had a bucket hat on, so you really couldn't see his face that well. But, I mean, it just looked like a just, guy honestly, that just walked he looked off like the street. a hobo, bless his heart. <laughs> looked like a hobo. So little would we ever know that this is James Taylor. Wow. Stanley is stirring biscuit mix in the back. <laughs> and he pauses and he calls for us and says do you know who just walked in? And we're like, no. And we're looking around. That is James Taylor. And we and he's saying, shh, shh, shh. Yeah. And we're like, oh my God, oh my God. We're screaming, cause a scene, right? But we get our cool. Long story short, again, fast forward, we end up spending the next two hours telling him about shooting him in the face oh in a my. life site. He loved it. He we, loved it. We told him, you've just met, you've just walked into the restaurant. Your biggest your fan. Greatest fan in the world. Wow. And, yep. you, and let us tell you why. We hate you so much that we actually <laughs> shot at you because he loves you so much. But to fast forward, yeah. so we ended up taking James Taylor literally to Lafayette Shooters to buy <laughs> Carhartt jeans and everything he needed for his concert at the Cajun Dome that night. And he surprised us by walking into the lunch restaurant at 2.30 p.m. when we were closing down with backstage passes and VIP what? tickets. Yes. yes. And then Stanley rents a, a bus and we all get on the bus and we get to the concert and we're front row and James Taylor calls out Edie's Biscuits In and all Cajun of us. Dome. Yeah, Stanley Lease was literally about to pass out and like be gone forever. But that is one one of the most amazing memories but I'm going to talk a little tiny bit about what Stanley taught us and I started working at Edie's when I was in high school and I lived in Abbeville so I worked on Sundays because I would drive all the way to Lafayette work the Sunday shift and then drive back I may have skipped school a couple times to work during the week, but my grandfather brought me to Edie's and he told me, he said, look at that man right there. He said, that man's going to teach you things. And I had no idea what that man, I was 16. And he said, you see all these girls in here? They work hard. And I remember seeing Holly and Brooke because they were so tall and I was like, I want to be just like them. And they were taking orders and just mingling with the customers and there was just so much joy. And so I started working there in high school and then ended up working throughout my entire college career. But Stanley taught us not only how important it was to follow our faith and to rely on God because so many of us did go through some serious hardships in our young adult life. I mean, some serious hardships. Stanley always told us that God doesn't give us more than we can handle and to turn to others to help us get through those things. And so we were truly a family. Edie's was a family. Edie's was faith-based. But... Let me tell you, Stanley Lease, he'll take you to Cappuccino 101 school. He'll, t- <laughs> he'll teach you how to clean walls. He made you understand what it meant to just see the big picture and, and treat and customers the same way, no matter if it was Hollis riding his bike to come in for another free meal or it was the richest people in Lafayette. He taught us to treat everyone the same, the same. And that has completely transcended into my career and what we do today. Treat a donor that gives you 50 cents the same as one that writes you a hundred thousand dollar check and that has shown just leaps and bounds in faith so lots of great memories at Edie's I I mean uh, just so many that's so good I do want to put one plug in for Stan if God couldn't fix it he would tell us to drink a Dr. Pepper and eat a biscuit (laughs) that That was his uh that was the remedy I love it so you're listening to Cajun Catholics today's guest is Brittany 
Brittany just and and I'm 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 scrambling a little bit because she's changed her name recently. She's a newlywed, <laughs> so we'll talk about that. But Brittany A. Bear Franklin and uh, and our co-host today is Holly Citron, and they both were ex Edie's employees, as you can surmise, and um, just have a great love for the Lord that has led them to do this incredible ministry that we're so proud of here in South Louisiana. One of the thoughts I had was, um, you know, and I've had some some. Well, some feedback for the show, you know, that us Cajun Catholics kind of stick together a little bit. and But I think it you guys would attest that it, it doesn't matter what faith you are, right? And I think a lot of your donors are probably a lot of different faiths. But that's who we really are in South Louisiana is because we get along so well. We all have the same God and in many ways the same heart. Talk about that a little bit. No, I agree. I mean, we do stick together. And I think no matter what your faith is, you know, we welcome that into our organization. We service children from all over the world, different race, different religion, different sex. And Danny Thomas always said that all children would be treated and he would build a place to welcome all children, you know, of any kind. And faith is one of our core values at Sky High. And in fact, I will say this, we have been challenged along the way as we grew to potentially remove faith as a core value so we could be adaptable to everyone right. in the country, you know, across the country. Well, Brittany, maybe that's not so PC, or you may offend someone that doesn't believe in your God. And, you know, I really stuck strong and have always said we will never remove faith from our core values. And I know for a fact that God put me on earth to do the work that I am doing. There is no other reason why I should be so passionate about childhood cancer. It didn't affect me growing up. I didn't know anybody growing up. Uh, it's just like, why? Well, mm-hmm. it's God's choice. He chose me to do this. And so through that challenge, I think, you know, you go back and you think, what happens when the devil arises? Well, that was definitely... Devil trying. Yeah, the devil trying, you know, to remove us from our faith. And so that is a big core value of ours. We stand by it. We do not turn people away by any means. You can have any type of faith. You can believe whatever you want to believe. You know, if you're here for the mission of trying to find a cure for childhood cancer, we want you involved. But, you know, we ask for respect when we do pray before our events or when we pray before our meetings or when we gather people to ask God to watch us over, you know, these huge weekends, you know, filled with so many different, you know, logistical things. And so, yeah, faith's big and we stick together. Now, I mentioned that you're a newlywed, and uh, we love a good Cajun love story, Brittany. So tell us a little bit of how you and your husband met. Oh, this is a good story. So (laughs) I'm I'm 36 years old. It took 35 years for God to give me my man. I'll tell you that. I waited patiently. He was worth the wait. I can attest. He was. uh, Bobby Franklin is from Lake Jackson, Texas, and his father owned a company called Flowzone, which is an oil and gas company, and they were a huge sponsor of our Houston event in 2017, and in walked Bobby Franklin to our registration area and I remember looking at Christina and Shantae and behind his back not knowing Jim Franklin his daddy could see me I said this guy is really cute (laughs) I was in a long-term relationship so it wouldn't go further than that comment of course (laughs) but I remember just laughing about it and met him there and eight months later we meet up at another fundraising event Hunt for Heart and you know kind of just it sparked the sparks flew you know, and I decided to move on and I knew I wanted a family and to get married to someone that was also big into his faith and wanted the same things that I wanted. And so long story short, let me tell you, Bobby Franklin aggressively got down on one knee about mm-hmm. eight months later and we got married through the pandemic. Unfortunately, <laughs> twice. At, yeah, twice because we went to the Angleton <laughs> Courthouse first and then my amazing girlfriends who I would just do anything for, Holly, Crystal, I mean, just so many. 
through the most amazing wedding celebration this past New Year's Eve, St. Mary Magdalene Catholic Church, Father Louis Richard is, oh, he's just my favorite. And, um, you know, I just, what was so important to me and what I could not let go of was not being able to walk down that aisle in my Catholic church with my dad and having our marriage blessed. I mean, literally a lot of people were like, you don't need to get married again, or you don't need to do the celebration. It'll be okay. And at first I thought that was the answer. Why go through all that? There was a reason why, you know, it was canceled and just something kept telling me, no, you have to bless your marriage. And that was the the, the most important part for me. The celebration was a blast at corner bar. Let me tell you, but walking down that aisle in St. Mary Magdalene. And by the way, if you've ever gone to St. Mary Magdalene, you better go for Christmas because oh, it was I absolutely know. stunning. It, it reminded me it of an stunning. old church in Italy is all I could explain. I and have, then Father Louis made it that much greater. Oh. I've been to several weddings uh, at Christmas time at that church and it is very special. And uh, again, what you described to me was every Cajun Catholic girl's dream. You know, <laughs> sure. I have three daughters, and I, I've, I've lived through the other side of that. And, uh, but that's a, a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing that with us. So um, tell me how someone, you know, we need to definitely, I know you guys are uh, in fundraising mode, and they're constantly fundraising. But if our listeners out there want to help contribute, volunteer, give us a little bit of that. So we have so many opportunities. In fact, right here in our Lafayette community this June, June June 11th and 12th. Yes, both events at La Pavillon Friday night is our banquet. Believe me, you don't want to miss it. And then we're going to the wetlands this year for a big golf tournament on Saturday. golf tournament. In 14 years of a Lafayette event, we are switching gears from clay shoot to golf tournament. Yeah, we just wanted to spice it up. I mean, we'll have live music. It'll be the same format. Cookers, food, you know, open bar. Raffles, great raffle items. Yeah, in fact, silent C- auction. Cajun Carts is Cajun our Carts big- is donating a beautiful, easy go cart, putting some nice tires on it. We'll get pictures out on our website soon and open the sale for those. Um, for the golf cart. Yes, and another faithful man, Mr. Andre Clemens with Linear Controls is is sticking by us. Once again, he's been with us since 2007 as our big donor. And I know Hub City Ford's Title sponsor. coming on board this We're year. Coming, so it's, it's very exciting. But yes, listen, we need volunteers. We need people to serve on our event committees. We need people to come and help us the weekend of. We need people to write thank you cards. Anything you can do to spread our mission and what we're doing in the childhood cancer community. We need you. We love you. We welcome you to our family because that's what we are. You know, we just signed, which was announced yesterday, a $20 million commitment to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital to sponsor the entire brain tumor program, the entire second floor of the largest, Todd, they built the largest advanced research center in the country, 625,000 square feet. And Scott High is the first donor. We're the first donor. To the advanced research center at $20 million and we're the 13th largest donor in St. Jude history. So think about that, Acadiana. Think about that, all of our amazing Cajun Catholics. Look at what can happen in your own community if you support, inspire, and if you keep your faith first and you believe in his word and his calling. We are literally making moves and we are saving millions of lives in our lifetime because of the work work we're doing at Sky High. Ooh, these girls are on fire right here. It's it's, it's smoke in the booth. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Okay, so tell me, because I get confused a little, but tell our listeners that like to donate maybe directly to St. Jude, where there's some confusion. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, we'll clear that up. So St. Jude and Texas Children's Cancer Center, another big pledge that we've just committed to. Those facilities need to concentrate on treating children, treating the family, and they need to concentrate on 
the research and finding the cure. They should never worry about where the money is coming from. That is our job, okay? So if you donate to Sky High for Kids, which by the way has one of the best expense ratios in the country, okay? Over 70 cents of every single dollar and more go back to our pledge commitments and to the facilities. But you can come to Sky High for the reason of St. Jude and Texas Children's need to treat and cure, okay? They don't need to worry about the money. Second, they don't have the bandwidth to reach every single person in the community. And we've reached the oil and gas industry and more. And we've introduced this, this just monstrosity, okay, of childhood cancer. And we've allowed the public to understand and be educated. That's what we've done, right? And then lastly, we are sponsoring big projects. We are honing in on where your dollar goes. So if you donate to Sky High, it's going to the brain tumor floor at St. Jude. It's not just going into the big mothership. And I mean, you know exactly where your dollar is going. It's going to be on that floor. Texas Children's, you're going to be responsible for building the first pediatric immunotherapy center in the country. You're going to Malawi, Botswana, and Uganda with us with Global Hope. So we hone in on the donor dollar and we put in a specific project. And I think that a lot of donors love knowing exactly where their money is going, specifically. Nice. And Does I think, help? Todd, were you asking how they can donate? Is that something no, that... No, he, he was talking about the misconception the of... Okay, great. Well, no, people yeah. want to donate directly to St. Jude, go for it. We never, ever, ever discourage sure. anyone in the community from doing right. that, okay? Right. But if you want to work with Sky High, which this is also an advantage, if your company or you donate money, you will be recognized on a much grander scale than St. Jude can or Texas Children's can just because they are massive, massive operations, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And so if you want your corporate dollar and your logo of Hub City Ford to be stretched across all of our regions of Texas, Louisiana, and Oklahoma, then we will give you that opportunity for it to be recognized at a greater scale. I mean, that's just, that's just a fact. But you know, whether you donate to St. Jude or to Sky High, we encourage both. A couple sure. of minutes left on the show, just briefly. What what keeps you two, and I'll let Holly start, what, what keeps y'all motivated and what's the big vision in a couple of minutes? You know, it, it's funny you say that. We work tirelessly all year long, and this is not a five-man project. This is a, you know, eight staff members, hundreds of volunteers, four different regions, right? All these different events happen throughout the year. How many events, Brittany? Over 12 a year. 12 a year. Okay. So you're grinding just like you do with normal work, right? And we want to just make sure that it's successful and we hit our goals. Well, I would say for me, when we get to that hospital every year, to host that carnival, to make our annual donation, to spend time with the families. It's like a reawakening and it's a reboot. And you're like, oh my goodness, this is why we do it. Because we're tired and it's hard. And you know, we, we were trying to reach these goals and we all get tired, we're normal. But when you really see the outcome of what you're doing and the difference we're making and we're moving that needle forward and these families are depending on us. And that's my reboot every year is going to the hospital, having our carnival, spending time with the families one-on-one and seeing the advancements we've made. And I think too, for for me as the leader of of a multi-million dollar organization now, you know, my motivation is saving lives. It is the legacy that our entire community will leave behind. But think about when someone asks you what you do for a living and you can turn to them and say, I save lives and I walk in God's calling. I walk in his footsteps, right? Like I would prefer to be able to, you know, say and to my children, I followed what God would do. You know, I did what Jesus would do. It was very hard. Yes, we are exhausted 24 seven and we don't have all the right answers, but that that's what keeps me motivated. 
is to do his work, really. I mean, sure. you know. Uh, I want to share one thing with you guys. This morning I woke up and I did my daily devotion, and I was just trying to, you know, you know, pray a little bit about maybe what we could talk about today. And I, uh, I recently bought this new Diadache Catholic Bible, and it kind of teaches you a little bit more how to read the Bible in our dialect. And uh, I opened just randomly to a page, and it was Ephesians 2.10 that just jumped at me. And the verse was, we are his workmanship through God. We do good works, and it was planned for you. And that was the verse that I opened to this morning. That's awesome. Unfortunately, we've run out of time on the show. They've just these two are kindred so cool. spirits, and uh, they're, they're just great souls. And they they move as one person. They're just like like one person. <laughs> they're looking at each other the whole time, like you know, they're like sisters, spiritual sisters. But you've been listening to Cajun Catholics. Thank you both for being a guest on the show. Y'all been great. It was an Todd, honor. Thank you. It was an honor. God bless you both. Uh, again, uh, listening to Cajun Catholics, we always invite you to engage the Cajun Catholic in you. Until next time, God bless.